0: Have a message from the Lord, hallelujah, the message unto you again. It's recorded in his word, hallelujah, it is only that you look and live. Look and live, look and live. my brother, live. look and live, look to Jesus, no one live. lives, and no one live. This recorded in his Greetings! Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker and I'm your host for these Bible study podcasts. This is episode number three of a nine-part series of presentations entitled God's Precious Word. These studies have been adapted from the booklet entitled Key Principles of Bible Study, which is available for download directly from our podcast page. That page is biblestudy.asbzone.com. That's biblestudy.asbzone.com. These nine presentations cover primary truths about God and His Word, along with His purpose in providing us with the Holy Scriptures. Our theme verse for this series is Jeremiah 15 verse 16 thy words were found and I did eat them and thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of mine heart for I am called by thy name O Lord God of hosts. Today's presentation is number three again and it's entitled study to show thyself approved study to show thyself approved. Before we begin our study let's have a word of prayer dear heavenly father we want to thank you lord for the privilege of conducting these bible studies we ask for your holy spirit that we will have wisdom and understanding and that we will be able to rightly divide your word of truth in jesus name amen study to show thyself approved unto god a workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth that's second timothy 2 15 in the King James. We need to know God's word and what it means, and not just knowing about it. In the same way that we need to know Christ and who he is and have a relationship with him, and not just know about him. The key questions for our study today are these If we know and believe in Christ, isn't that enough? Why do we need to know the Scriptures? If we know Christ, and that's the answer to everything, he's our salvation, then isn't that enough? What does it mean to rightly divide God's Word? We've been using that term a lot. What does it mean? And in what way are we God's workmen? Okay, These are the three main questions that we seek to understand from today's study let's start our story for the study will be with jesus the young boy jesus is 12 years old this is his first trip to the temple with his parents and he goes during the passover time and after that time he stays back his parents leave thinking he's with the caravan but he stays back and he's discussing scripture with the doctors and lawyers Verse 46, verses 46 and 47 give us a little bit of detail. And it came to pass that after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and his answers. Okay, so Jesus was 12 years old, and he obviously knew the scriptures enough that he could ask people key questions, and that he could answer them when they asked him questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and his questions. So why do we need to study the Bible? Why is this important? Why do we need to understand what God requires of us? Well, it's hard to do what is required of you if you don't know what it is. right knowing is half the battle as is often said proverbs 2 5 and 6 explains then shalt thou understand the fear of the lord and find the knowledge of god for the lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding okay so we need to understand what god requires of us and that will be found in his word What's another reason we need to study? Because we need to communicate God's word to others. There are other people who know even less than you do, who are aware of less of what God requires of them than you are of what God requires of you. 1 Timothy 4.16 says, Take heed unto thyself. This is Paul speaking to Timothy or writing to Timothy. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. It's interesting. Apostle Paul ties salvation to the dissemination of the word of God to others. And not just for them, but for the the preacher. Another reason we need to study, because we need to make teachers and disciples of others. 2 Timothy 2, verse 2. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. So this is Paul giving Timothy instruction for how to establish and build up the churches, right? Timothy is a is a traveling minister who's responsible for a district of churches. And Paul is giving him some guidance on how you go about that. You've heard things from me. You've heard it in front of many witnesses commit that same information to faithful men and who will also continue that path of teaching other people so that this will continue to propagate need faithful men here's a quote from the great controversy page 519 satan well knows that all whom he can lead to neglect prayer and the searching of the scriptures will be overcome by his attacks Therefore, he invents every possible device to engross the mind. Every possible device. That's a very interesting word. Device. Here's another quote Those who will put on the whole armor of God and devote some time every day to meditation and prayer and to the study of the scriptures will be connected with heaven and will have a saving, transforming influence upon those around them okay upon those around them it's important that we have uh, study time prayer time and study time this should be self-explanatory teachers must be knowledgeable because we cannot teach what we do not know and we were given a commission to teach. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. If we don't know, we can't teach. How should we teach? We need to be patient and we need to be diligent. Let's hear some more counsel from Paul. Second Timothy 2 verse 24 And the servant of the Lord must not strive but must be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient. How must we teach? Patiently and diligently. What should we teach? We should teach all of the scriptures because all of the scriptures is essential. Acts 28, 23 says and when they had appointed him a day, that's Paul, there came many to him into his lodging to whom he expounded and testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets, from morning till evening. Okay, so you see he used the law and the prophets. When Jesus was resurrected, as we've studied previously, and he explained to the folks on the road to Damascus, um, to Emmaus, he explained everything about himself from all of the scriptures, right? Moses, prophets, the Psalms, everything. Can we just study casually? Is it studying if it's casual? No, we cannot study casually because the Bible is not some regular book. It's a very special book. In fact, in 1 Corinthians 2.14, we read, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Right? You. This is why we pray before we study. If we don't pray, it'll be just so many words. And sure, there there are intellectual things you can get from the Bible, but the Bible is a transformative book. And the transformation is spiritual. So it's important to have the spiritual connection. There are things you can learn. There are things you can understand from the scriptures. Intellectually. But that's not the purpose of the book. Certainly not the primary purpose. Who teaches us? God teaches us. By the Holy Spirit. And that's that's an important point. Because it is the Spirit who inspired men to write. And so it is the Spirit who can properly decode what the men wrote. 1 Corinthians 2.10 says, But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit gives us gifts necessary for the church to grow and function. 1 Corinthians 12. For to one is given, by the Spirit, the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge, by the same Spirit. Here's a quote from Councils to the Church. Without the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we shall be continually liable to rest the Scriptures or to misinterpret them. There is too, There is much reading of the Bible that is without profit and in many cases is a positive injury. When the Word of God is opened, Without reverence and without prayer, when the thoughts and affections are not fixed upon God or in harmony with his will, the mind is clouded with doubt, and in the very study of the Bible, skepticism strengthens. This powerful statement. The enemy takes control of the thoughts, and he suggests interpretations that are not correct. That's found in councils for the church church page 88, paragraph 3. Okay? Study is important because the Bible is not an ordinary book. Salvation is not an ordinary matter. And we are called to know and to teach others how to know. And finally, God provided the scriptures and teaches us the scriptures so that we are not deceived. Okay, This is important. This is why we're going through this study. This study is, is an attempt to help people to understand how they should study the scriptures and why it's important. Because if you if you think it's not important, you're not gonna devote time to it. If you approach it in a very cavalier way, you'll gain, not only will you not gain from it, but as we just read, it will be an injury to you because it will strengthen the problems that are there. Um, if you have skepticism, coming at this book in a, um, a casual fashion is not a way to get rid of it. God's wisdom versus man's wisdom. The Bible has many comments about God's wisdom versus man's wisdom. God's wisdom is always superior. God's everything is always superior to man's anything. That should be understood from the scriptures, but if, just in case you weren't clear on it, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 27. But God hath choos- chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Right. God's wisdom and God's approach, always wise. Man's approach, not so much. We need to examine ourselves and we need to measure ourselves ourselves against the Bible, not the other way around. Too often we're quick to say that must be a mistake or that looks like an error, and we're evaluating the Bible off of some other thing. Listen, worldlings, those who have a worldly point of view, can feel free to do that. My goal is not to convince them that they should use the Bible as as a gauge. My goal is to convince Christians. That it does not make any sense for us to say that we believe in God and then we try to rate God, evaluate God and his word against other things of human devising. If we say we're Christians, then our first step is faith in God and we move from there. And then if if things are disproved after the fact, but if we come skeptically looking to say, well, I'm not going to believe this until it measures up to some preconceived notion well, then we're asking for trouble. 2 Corinthians 13, 15 says, Examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Prove your own selves. So God's framework for study is this. We have to pray for wisdom, and then study as God outlines. Very important, very important, very important. Isaiah 28, verse 10 says, For precept must be on precept, Precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Okay? That framework is a very important framework. It essentially says that God always builds on his truth. So much error would be avoided if people accepted this one premise. God builds on his truth. So if God tells you something today and you understand it, and you hear something tomorrow that contradicts it, You really have to wonder, is the second thing of God? We're so quick to say, oh no, that thing was old and now there's a new thing. That's not how God works. That is not how God works. Precept is built upon precept. Line is built upon line. Here a little, there a little. He does not... Just put everything in one section. Okay, let's look for love. Okay, go to this chapter and everything is there. Now, there's some places in the Bible that have concentrated information. 1 Corinthians 13 is about love. But that's not the only place in the Bible that you you would find the topic of love discussed. You'd have to search all throughout the Bible. And one of the things that people don't appreciate that's so awesome about how God has done that is it makes it a lot harder to tamper with the Bible. Over the years, the devil has absolutely tried to tamper with the Bible. But it's much harder when God has scattered the information that he wants throughout to be pieced back together by prayer and the influence of the Holy Spirit. Right? If it was in one section, you could tamper with everything you needed on a topic in a single section. But when it's spread out across a lot of areas it's much harder to interfere with every passage that talks about the state of the dead or every passage that talks about the sabbath or every passage that talks about faith or every passage that talks about eternal life it's much harder to interfere with those the way god has done it if we use our own methods there will be no success jeremiah 6:16 6, and 17 thus saith the lord Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, wherein is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest to your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. Right? If you don't walk therein, you get problems. Reasoning requires understanding. We cannot reason from God's word with only a superficial understanding of it right? The word is deep. It's not, it's not, you can memorize some things and there's some things that even children understand, but there are deep passages. Everything you need to know for salvation is, can be understood simply. And at the same time, the more knowledge you have, the more that you have to deal with uh, doubt, skepticism, alternate interpretations. And if you don't have a deep understanding of the Word of God and the principles, you're not going to be able to to stand when people come at you with weird conclusions or weird interpretations. Acts 17.2 And Paul, as his manner was, went in unto them, and three Sabbath days reasoned with them out of the Scriptures. Reasoned. Okay. Hearing doctrine. It's good to hear doctrine. It's good to hear good doctrine but you can't just listen to great preachers or look at good youtube videos or listen to great studies you can't just listen you have to do more you have to verify the word of god is to be personal to you in acts 17 verse 11 awesome passage Um, luke is writing here and he mentions the bereans he mentions the Thessalonians and the Bereans, and he says that the Bereans were more noble than the Thessalonians, and he gives the reason why. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the Scriptures daily whether those things were so. So they didn't just say, well, Apostle Paul, that guy is an awesome preacher, really knows his Bible etc. and so on, they went and dug and looked so that at the end of the day not only did they hear good preaching, but they understood that preaching and verified that it was in fact in harmony with God's word. Okay? When you don't know, that leads to error. When we don't understand God's word, it gets us into trouble. Matthew 22, 29. Jesus answered and said unto them, and he's talking to religious leaders at this point, ye do err, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of god here's a quote from council to the church the teaching of the bible has a vital bearing upon man's prosperity in all the relations of this life it unfolds the principles that are the cornerstone of a nation's prosperity principles with which is bound up the well-being of society and which are the safeguard of the family principles without which no man can attain usefulness happiness and honor in this life, or can hope to secure the future immortal life. There is no position in life, no phase of human experience for which the teaching of the Bible is not an essential preparation." That's counsels for the Church, page 89 and paragraph 5. So let's get back to Jesus. Young Jesus at age 12, Jesus totally human, son of God, but also very much human and having been instructed by his mother, was able to reason with the scribes and the doctors of the law because he had learned the scriptures God's way, not man's way. He didn't go to anybody's religious school. He didn't go to anyone's seminary. He learned the word of God from the word of God in the manner that God outlined. So let's look at our key questions and see if we've answered them. What does it mean to rightly divide God's word? It means that we understand how to interpret each passage or verse in connection with the whole of the scriptures and not come to private interpretations. Right Here a little, there a little. Everything that you see in each passage should harmonize with the whole of scriptures, shouldn't come to weird conclusions Because, well, it looks like this verse says X, but that X is in contradiction with the rest of the Bible. If we know and believe in Christ, isn't that enough? Belief in Christ is just the beginning of the Christian experience. We need to avoid error and teach truth. And this requires that we study and understand God's word. And in what way are we God's workmen? We are co-laborers together with God in the work of saving souls for God's kingdom. We are to preach, teach, and make disciples. This work requires knowledge and understanding. Here's our appeal today. Do you recognize your need for more diligent Bible study today? And are you ready to study God's word prayerfully and follow God's method for Bible study. Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of mine heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. Thanks for taking this time to study with us today. We encourage you to prayerfully review this presentation along with the study notes and the companion download. Let's close with a word of prayer dear heavenly father we thank you for learning more about your word today learning how to show ourselves approved unto god by study of your word please help us get grant us un, grant unto us your holy spirit that we might rightly divide your words of truth give us a desire to study your word we pray in jesus name amen thanks again for listening in and if you have any questions be sure to send them to Bible at asbzone.com and we will do our best by God's grace to provide you with biblical answers to those questions. Until A we meet again next time may God hallelujah. richly bless you as you study A his word unto you again. It's recorded in his word hallelujah. It is only that you know and live. Look and live, my brother, live. look and live, look to Jesus, no one lives, no one lives, recorded in his word, hallelujah, it is only that you look and live.